My name is Luna Casey, and welcome to the New England Ghost Stories podcast, where every other week we will explore the legends, myths, and tales of hauntings in and around New England. Whether you are a believer of things that go bump in the night or not, we hope you enjoy these chilling tales of the supernatural. If you've ever lived in parts of Connecticut, such as Plainville or Bristol, or even eastern parts of New York State, you may be familiar with the legend of the Leather Man. The Leather Man was a French vagabond who spent 30 years traveling a circuit of 365 miles from the Connecticut River to the Hudson River. From 1858 to 1889, the Leather Man walked in a clockwise direction, completing his route every 34 days. Residents in the towns he stopped in said that you could set your watch by him. No one knew his real name, so they just referred to him as the Leather Man because he was clothed head to toe in leather. The coat he wore was pieced together from scraps and the tops of old leather shoes. He spoke few words of English. Instead, he communicated with gestures and grunts in French. He never begged for money, but the townspeople would leave a plate of food out for him. The leather man would sit on the porch steps to eat his meal, and when he was finished, he would be on his way. He also never slept in one of the barns on his route or accepted the offer of a spare bed for the night. Instead, he slept in a series of caves throughout Connecticut and New York. Before leaving each day's sleeping location, he would gather wood for his next fire and safely store it in the cave so that when he returned 34 days later, he could quickly get a fire started. He would only accept a meal and occasionally tobacco and matches that people left for him. It was considered an honor to have the leather man stop at your property for a meal. He spoke few words to anyone and preferred to be left alone. At one house he stopped at, the farmer asked him how he was, just to be polite. However, this seemed to frighten the leather man. He hurried away and never again stopped at this farm on his circuit. Probably the biggest mystery of the leather man was his identity. His name and how he came to the States was up to speculation but no one knew his real name. When a newspaper reporter asked him what his name was for an article, the leather man claimed it was Randolph Mossy. In the winter of 1888, some officials found him freezing in the snow. When they brought him to a hospital in Hartford, he gave his name as Zacharias Bovliat. The most interesting of the stories was that his name was Jules Bourget of Lyon, France. 
According to this legend, Bourglais was a humble tradesman who fell in love with the daughter of a wealthy leather merchant. To prove his love and his ability to take over the family business, the merchant gave Bourglais a test. While the girl's father was impressed with Bourglais's skills working leather, he was less impressed with his business acumen. Bourglais ended up losing most of his money for him. Therefore, he'd failed the test, and the father refused to allow him to marry his daughter. Distraught over losing his love, Bourglais had a nervous breakdown and was institutionalized. He later escaped the institution and somehow managed to land in the States where he ended up roaming the countryside as the Leather Man. But 30 years later, his travels came to an end. His body was found on March 24, 1889, in his Sawmills Woods Cave in the town of Mount Pleasant, New York. He died of mouth cancer from his heavy use of tobacco. An Englishman, Samson Fisk King Bennett claimed he knew Bourglais from France and paid for his funeral in Sparta Cemetery in Westchester. So whether Jules Bourglais was his real name or not, that was the name he was buried with. But his story may not be over. When we return, we'll see why some people think the Leatherman may still be walking his clockwise route. During these difficult times, services like Instacart are more important than ever. You'll find the products you love from stores like Aldi, CVS, and Big Y. Everything is hand-selected by shoppers, including the freshest produce, and it's delivered to your door in as fast as one hour, all while following the most recent safety standards. There has been no better time to give Instacart a try, and it's so easy to join. Just go to newenglandghoststories.com or our Facebook page at New England Ghost Stories and click on the Instacart link to get started. And now, back to our story. After 30 years of walking a 365-mile loop every 34 days, the leather man died alone in one of the many caves he slept in along his route. But some claim to have seen him more than 130 years after his death. Many of those sightings have been in the caves he frequented, especially the one in Watertown that is called Leatherman's Cave. People report seeing a fire in the cave and hearing disembodied grunts. They have also reported hearing a sound like crackling leather passing by them as they stand close to the entrance of the cave. Others have seen a misty figure by the entrance. 
and similar sightings have been reported at some of the other caves he frequented as well. Then there were stories that the Leatherman had somehow amassed a fortune and, like a pirate, hid his treasure in some of the caves. How he made this fortune isn't known, since he never worked or accepted money along his route. But that hasn't stopped people from looking. One such prospector was Clem Sorrell, who went to the cave in Sawmill Woods looking for the hidden treasure. When he got to the cave, he claimed a sudden wind blew out his torch. He also saw a glowing figure bent to light a fire in the cave. Then the figure rose, gesturing for Sorrel to leave the cave, which he quickly did. Even in death, the Leatherman communicates in gestures. Despite his odd appearance and perhaps smell, the Leatherman, by all accounts, was a gentleman who just wanted to be left alone. So, if you find yourself visiting one of his caves, you may want to leave him a bit of bread and be sure to say bonjour. Thank you for listening to New England Ghost Stories. New episodes are added every other Thursday. This episode of New England Ghost Stories was written and produced by L.B. Kirkwood. Music by Vysislavs Dragunov. If you enjoyed today's episode, be sure to subscribe to New England Ghost Stories on Stitcher, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or at your favorite podcast directory. If you like our show, please leave us a five-star review. And if you have a story that you'd like to see covered in an upcoming podcast, please leave a comment on our website at newenglandghoststories.com. We'd love to hear from you. Until next time, this is Luna Casey.